This is the Two Dudes Talk Tattoos podcast, a more advanced look at tattooing. This podcast focuses on science, design, and everything else that is tattoo related. This show isn't really for the beginner, but more for the experienced artist with questions that need answering so they can improve their tattoo game. It's also for those who just like to listen to podcasts, so like, you don't really have to listen to us tell you not to listen to us. Well, anyways, if you do decide to listen, thank you, but be aware, we do have a rule on the show. Don't ask us what brands we use. Dude, holy fuck! Yeah, I was just outside having a, a, a smoke with the misses. I'm like, yeah, I just check them and see if they're cooked. If they need to be browned a little bit more, stick them in for another five minutes. Yeah, uh, just air fry, temp five minutes. Yeah. Um. So two things happened. One, while I was talking to her, she, we were talking about, she, she goes and gets waxed at this fancy fucking salon, right? And uh, I, I never thought of it before. And I was kind of like, so like when you go to get that, like, how does that shit happen? You just like fucking lay there like a starfish and they just rip shit off your body? And she's like, no, I have to help. And uh, I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> right? And so she... Uh, She's talking about like if uh, if they're doing like her underarms, my, my wife's kind of chesty, right? So she could like pull everything sideways and keep the skin taut and like a bunch of different places. She has to like actually assist the person. I was like, fuck, that's that's kind of interesting. You think about like uh, if you had your client helping when you're doing a tattoo, keep the skin taut, you know? And it's just a wild outside fucking idea in my head. But I was like, man, that'd be actually kind of interesting. You know, um, if you could involve the person, like one, you know, like would they be able to do it right? Of course, is going to be the initial question, right? But two, if they're involved in the actual process, is there any type of utility, like uh, philosophical utility here? Like, um, I mean, positive I do this in this. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I have to tattoo a chick's chest or something like that. I will have them hold their shit down and stretch it down. Yeah. You know, same yeah. thing like between their chest, like they'll pull it and hold it uh, so that I can I'll just do that. Like, I've got that like with people behind their ears, pull, pull their, you know, opposite arm, pull it back so that they're in the way and it just fucking work like that. I've done the chesty ones too, like oh, pull just the slide tape. arm up. Oh, <laughs> that works too. Keep their ear down. I was thinking about like, what, what if somebody had to do something on their thigh you know I mean, the or skin on the thigh is so taut already yeah i was just thinking like if somebody's had like a dramatic amount of weight loss or something you know um in the past year i, I tattooed this chick on sunday one of my fill-ins for me double booking myself and she had lost 50 pounds in two months and i, I was like were you on meth or on coke and she's like nah i just i just exercise and ate right i'm like okay cool but her skin and i i think you know about that too it's like that that the best way i can describe it is like a marshmallow right super pliable there's a lot of air inside there it almost feels like and it's it's loose you know and uh i had her sit in this really specific way because uh, the test so she had done a stick and poke on her thigh with you know whatever it, it, I was like, you just stay, where did you find the supply? She's like, oh, Amazon. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, how much was it? Like a couple hundred bucks. She's like, oh no, it was it was seven dollars for a stick and poke <laughs> kit. It was single use disposable, uh, dispensable ink packet. You know, ten ink caps, a bunch of fucking sterile needles, this fucking thing that you attach the needle to so you can hold it. It was it was actually it was actually pretty fucking neat. Um, the, the, the sticking bow that she did was garbage, right? Like we were talking about how, how she was doing it and you know, hand positioning and stuff. And I'm like, you did everything really wrong. <laughs> it's like, she's like, well, I, it was on my hips. So I had to like kind of fucking, you know, do this weird positioning. So I'm, I, I, I had to clean it up. So I was running I had like a tight 
bug pin three, I was trying to run an outside line and like scup into the existing dot work of this weird geometric chandelier bullshit that she had. And I, I did three tester lines at the top. She had like the sun ray thing coming off over top of a moon that turned into sun. It was fucking stupid. And uh, I did my three tester lines. One, I went over top of it, one on the left, one on the right. So I wanted to see like where the scar tissue was, like where the ink would start to bleed into. When I went over top of like the, just straight over top of the existing dot work that was there, dude, like, and I mean, super quick, tight bug pin three, minimal ink flow, fucking coil machine, really quick fucking line, 120 cycles per second. It hit the skin. You could see it go, boop, and fucking <laughs> fill the space with all the dot work. I'm like, damn. I'm like, you did this really deep, man. And, uh, <laughs> She was like, what do you mean? Like my, my skin is, and she like held up her hand like two inches, right? She's like, it's like, it's like that thick, right? And I went, Nene. And I went and grabbed a uh, tongue depressor. And I went, here you go. <laughs> and she's all, what? I was like, who told you to do this? And she's like, my aunt. She's done a ton of tattoos on herself. <laughs> I was like, you fucking She's driving shit. that shit to the bone. <laughs> just until it hits bone stop you're good to go anyway so i was i was looking at it and I, I asked her what type of pigment she used and she was using the same pigment i was using and so I, I started to come up with like this this hypothesis right about why why did it look gray and i'm like well you tattooed the ecm like the bottom very bottom of your dermis right and that's why it started to bleed out and there's all this like scar tissue and stuff and so like i did some some normal tube you know fucking simple sculpted lines the bug pin three and it was black and she's all whoa <laughs> i was like yeah that's how you tattoo <laughs> but i was thinking about like with her skin because it was so marshmallowy right like if i could have had her maybe have the underside of her because i had her laying on her side kind of like three quarters laying back you know like a, a bit of an uncomfortable spot like hip pointing straight up legs crisscrossed over top of each other if maybe if i had her hand like come up and like either pull down or pull you know like along the femur um the amount of stretching i would have done wouldn't have been such a big deal um and so like when when marie was saying about all uh, uh like describing all the stuff that happens when she gets waxed or whatever i was like i want to talk to that person can you set up a time for me and me and her to maybe talk? And she's like, yeah, for sure. You know, it's like, oh, that'd be kind of cool to see if there's any correlation between like that, that effect. Cause like we're working with almost the same part of the skin, right? Like you're trying to rip hair out of this dermis, you know, and I'm like, I wonder if there's any ticks or uh, tricks or tips that I could pick up off of them, right? That could maybe help people. So in saying that, after that, I get a fucking text message. It says, hey, is this better tattooing? <laughs> and my, my wife answers. She's like, it is. How may we help? And they say, uh, I've been reading your articles on body mapping for tattoo placement, but I'm struggling with the process. I was wondering if you knew any artists in the New York City area that might be able to ass uh, assist. I have a background in design, but I don't know much about muscle and skeletal anatomy. Then fucking Google. <laughs> you can just Google it. Yeah, so it, it, if you type in body mapping and tattoo, uh, the, the website comes up number one for all derivations and that stuff. We get, we get a lot of people, a couple thousand people a month who end up on there because of this stuff. And dude, for the uh, body mapping aspect of this stuff, I have talked to Oh, Jesus Christ, over the past year since the, the year and a half since the website's been live, a few dozen, you know, like four or five dozen worth of people all over the world who are like, hey, like I need to know how to do this body mapping clients, especially. I think we've had a few dozen clients as well who've who've uh, written in and been like, hey, like I, I want to get a tattoo that fits my body. And a lot of people that I talk to who are doing tattoos, they don't know how to do this. <laughs> so I thought that might be kind of a cool topic. I don't know about you. Um, but like, if I were to ask you the question, let's say, uh, 
when did you start to understand how tattoos fit on the body and like where they would fit best based on the design? You know, if you're well, you always had like a good eye for it, but at the same time, I, you know, studied anatomy and shit before tattooing. Yeah. Which I, I did too. Helps. Yeah. Yeah. I did too. I used to draw, um, mappings of the muscles bones skin everything like bit by bit arm by arm leg by leg you know center point like back all the stuff and like label and name all that stuff i spent so much fucking time trying to understand that because i i love drawing um comic book beefcakes right so you want to make sure like certain <laughs> muscles are going to be developed right you know versus others um you're like let me just draw this rob wayfield batman real quick <laughs> Um, but so with us saying that actually is, is something that I've been, um, presented with, uh, I mean, a lot dude, over the past few years is that more often than not the, the newer tattooers that I see who are into the craft, they, they tend to look at social media as, um that guiding point that that linchpin for like how to apply a tattoo you know you have an oval shaped tattoo it needs to belong on this body because i've seen in other posts this tattoo looks good versus you know actually understanding where to place it um i don't know have you have you seen the same type of thing or in your experience or I'm like seen a lot of terrible body placement or tattoos that just aren't yeah. to go to specific parts of the body um yeah. i mean there's a lot of obvious repetition on social media but i don't think people are understanding their repeat repetition they're just doing yeah. a thing because they saw a thing yeah i feel like yeah I, I, body mapping is a conversation that you have when you're like Okay, idiots, here's tattooing 101. And <laughs> just gonna boil it down to like your body is not a giant flat fucking square. Yeah. So you can't draw giant flat square stupid ass tattoos. Right? Yeah. Asymmetry is your friend. Yeah. Um but a lot of what you would want to try to discuss in body mapping is only going to be successful if you can show visual representation of what you're discussing. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I'm thinking about it. So if I answer this perspective, we, we sent a couple extra messages back and forth. So I was thinking about that. Like if I were to do a, a, a short one-on-one -on -one conversation or something, right? I can come up with as much theory as, and I fucking know a ton of theory about this shit, but I mean, like I could dispense all this on this person, but I don't think they'd be able to actually apply it. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're going to have to really like be there interacting with something themselves. You know, like they can't just see a drawing on a fucking whiteboard and be like, Oh, that's how you do it. Because it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Right. Okay. So body mapping, right only works on like a 30% basis. If okay. you do not understand how to draw composition, body mapping doesn't matter. So you have to understand both sides, how to map something out, but how to draw composition to go along with that map. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that the understanding the, so the, a lot of people try to look at tattooing and I'm, I may be weird with this. I don't know about you, but I've always looked at tattooing, not as a drawing, a sketch, a painting, you know, a tablet based thing. I've always looked at it more like sculpture, you know, right. when you see a sculpture, you can walk around it and there's nuance in every aspect, especially something good. Like if you see the Pieta, right? Like Jesus and Mary cradled, Oh, he's dying. Right. And when you walk around it, there's so many different things that you can pick up at so many different angles. It, 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 that form of art always seemed to translate better to me, right? To tattooing than just like that XY plane of 
a piece of paper or a canvas really you walk around a canvas you don't see shit you walk around a board you don't see shit you walk around a drawing you don't see shit you have to be very specific in your relation to it for it to make sense but with tattooing every different like step that you take around that design should maybe if something is designed well give something to the viewer right, right. and so understanding the topography of the body and this this i think goes down to like that custom tattoo idea right like you can draw anything on fucking paper and you can have custom artwork and when you have custom artwork you're always trying to fit it to the person based on whatever right you're trying to make it fit square peg round hole but when you're doing a custom tattoo like you're always starting with that person's physiology their muscles, their bones, their height, their age, their skin tone, complexion, their lifestyle. There's like so many other nuanced aspects of the individual. That's like really, it's really fucking hard to have. Like, I've got 500 words to let you know exactly how you should apply this shit, right? <laughs> because everyone's different, right? Like, you can't, you can't just be like, well, this is how you do it for a forearm. Because you know, maybe someone's taller or shorter, maybe they're darker, maybe they're lighter, maybe they work out, maybe they don't, maybe they have a physical labor job, maybe they're fucking 90, maybe they're fucking 20, maybe they're this, that, you know, and it's like, there's so much nuance and the application of a custom tattoo, like you're, you, in, in my opinion, you're always having to take that person and include them in the design, as opposed to just trying to like create a design to put on someone right what do you think yeah. you know there's there's a lot but body mapping is just following a shape yep. <laughs> i i don't know how to say this without sounding like a fucking asshole but like no dude i got you has prominent muscle groups that make prominent shapes that you can see yeah. with your fucking eye <laughs> yeah so i don't just... i don't think you're being a dick in this stuff dude at all like it's this it, it, i know that we're probably thinking about this the same way but this is some 101 level shit right and like I... this is I feel like it's why it like also frustrates me to talk about it. It's like you just fucking get it by now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. You know, I, I don't think that the big issue is that they don't understand how to map out the body. I think the big issue is that they don't understand how to draw composition. That works. Yeah, I'm, so I'm with you on that. We can look at things and have a very general idea of how things work on the body, right? If you're putting something on somebody's arm, you don't make a rectangle that wraps around their arm, right? We we do a, a fucking thing that goes down their arm. It has to yeah. the crescendo and pull down. Yeah. And it's going to look sweet. And there's a nice, like, cool SE swoop that'll happen. <laughs> there's, there's just shit that makes sense on specific parts of the body. But if you can't draw yeah. composition... If you don't know how to make the eye follow from start to finish on a piece, body layout and design and all that shit, it doesn't make any, it won't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, per, perhaps that's why a lot of the newer tattooers focus on those standalone images on flat lay parts of the body where you can stand not flexed and it looks straight and it just looks like a good tattoo. You just put in the black backdrop or whatever right cut it out and do whatever the fuck you're going to do with your photo editing so that things always look good but there's a big difference when you're going into composition on something that is mobile right, right? like if you are doing something and you know that the arm is going to bend or maybe this person has a really developed tricep versus a, versus a bicep or maybe they're very thin or they're very fat the same design on each body type is going to fit and it's i think it becomes intuitive almost to a point like where where we are maybe in our industry right and in, in tattooing to where we look at stuff and we just fucking know like you've been doing this so long and it's just like 
it's a fucking tricep. I'm not going to make that the deepest part of the design. I'm not going to put solid black over this aspect of the body that topographically is closer to the viewer's eyes, right? Right than not. So I, I don't know why I just keep thinking about like these people who are, you know, two, three, four, five years into the industry and they've never learned even the, and a small aspect, it wasn't a part of their, their apprenticeship or maybe even like basic training, right? Where they had to learn to look at the body as not a, a flat canvas, but as something that was like more than that, right? Like it has its own soul, not to sound too fucking, you know, goobery on this stuff, but um, yeah, when, when you approach Let's, let's just focus on large-scale design. Let's say we're doing sleeves, uh, full sleeve, leg sleeve, uh, full back, full torso, like large-scale designs. And you're thinking about mapping to the body. What's, what's one of the first things that you look for when you're going to go in to do the design? What, it's, what gonna be, design? it's just going to be key characteristics, right? Yeah. So... Like somebody could have a really small tricep, maybe it doesn't stick out a whole lot. Or somebody could have a like really fucking ripped tricep and like it just sticks <laughs> out like a shelf, you know, like it's fucking crazy <laughs> Like yeah. those little things right there are just gonna be like big explosions of creativity, you know, because like that giant thing that's sticking out of their arm, we can obviously turn that into a focus point on the tattoo, right? And help yeah. them have shape it just makes sense yeah but i mean like there's still so many different fucking dumb variables that go into it and what people have to really stop and think about is tattooing especially if you're large scale right a big part of it was supposed to be accentuating the human body right we're not trying it has to, hide. to work with it yeah we're not trying to hide yeah. the human body we're trying to showcase the human body with artwork Right. When you're doing yes. a large scale tattoo, your goal is to make the human body look great. It's just the same thing as painting a car, right? If a car has body lines and things like that, those things get highlighted and illustrated. You're doing the same yeah. thing on the body. Yeah. Yeah. I always find that, and this may be a bit reductive to some people, but I've taught. Oh, Christ, I don't even know. I've taught many classes about how to approach large-scale design, not how to do it, not how to do anything, but just how to approach it, right? It's like introductory 101, looking at, you know, something other than the stamp sticker approach, right? And uh, more often than not, just like, let's just stick with fucking sleeves tonight. That might be the easiest one, right? Um, when, when I see things that people do tattoo wise, especially in this sleeve, I see two aspects of the sleeve that's always a fucking train wreck, right? One, the hand, if it's included in the sleeve is never a part of the initial design idea or process. Right. It always looks like, you always have like this fucking rad sleeve and then the hand is like a rose or a skull. And you're like, why'd you do that? <laughs> right, it's got like some fucking little, little tinted things that move up past that transit. It doesn't work with any of the motions or anything. It doesn't even really fit the fucking hand. It doesn't fit the light form, the perspective, nothing, right? It's just like, why did you even tattoo the fucking hand? Which I've been guilty of this before in my, uh, um, uh, in my life. Uh, <laughs> that was a fun one to learn. And then second is the elbow. If we're looking at the sleeve, right? That transit of the elbow. Like there's all of these spots that people intuitively think like you can't tattoo the elbow and you can't tattoo the ditch. And we have this little skinny spot on the arm that we have to try to connect things through. So they just like leave it out of the design. And then they like do two half sleeves and then they join it together with whatever fucking garbage that they have. And right. it doesn't look cohesive. It's on, on my side, it's aggravating. <laughs> like it's so bothersome i'm like why would you even do that like just do two halves leave the fucking center segment put some fucking black lines around it or something just leave it apart but i mean if, if it's going to be a constant congruent message or theme or idea or image like why didn't you start with that transit or those muscles or like this aspect of the body that is just going to be like 
hypermobile and, 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 and more in people's faces and more exposed. Like, why haven't you taken that first? Um, how, do you, how do you feel about that? <laughs> do you ever see elbows where you're just like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, you had such a good opportunity, you fuck. Like, I owe people all the time. <laughs> like, for starters, okay, people that get their hands tattooed before they get the rest of their arm tattooed. Uh, like, could yeah. you just fucking stop it? It's so dumb. You know, way back in the day, we used to call hand tattoos caps because it was yep. the cap of your sleeve, right? It's the last mm -hmm. finishing thing. Pop down. Right. And why did we do that? Because there's a part of your body as you're building the sleeve that's not going to be exposed to the elements. It's going to age at a decreased rate versus the shit that's always in the fucking sun. Right. So when you get down to your hand, everything at that time, five years out when you finish it, it's going to look fucking miraculous. We didn't just start from the bottom up or get your hand and your neck done and then wear long sleeves for four years where you're trying to figure out the rest of it in between. <laughs> right. So you look like you have this, this super rad sleeve and you, know, you take off your shirt and you're like, you got four tattoos, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> but there's, yeah. there's that, the hand tattoo before even having a sleeve. It doesn't make sense. And 90% of the time, if somebody doesn't have tattoos, I won't tattoo their hand. It's just, just, no, no, nor I. Yeah. I, I have an age restriction. If you're under 25, I won't do it. Like just plain and simple, right? Like you probably don't have a job, a career, or anything you're gonna be going into. You may just still be living in your parents' basement, right? Right. You're in college working for your bachelor's and your dumbass wants to get your hand tattooed, so you can't get that dream job you wanted. Yeah, yeah. You have you have no real experience, or maybe you haven't even gotten enough tattoos. Like to understand, like, can you even sit through this? I love that. The first tattoo, I want to get a hand job and a job stopper slash hand job is some colloquial terms we get throughout there. And they want something that's just off the chain, right? It's like a five hour fucking gig on their hand. And you're like, bro, like that I'm, I don't think you can, and it's nothing against you as a person. I'm pretty sure you can't take this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even the fact that you're 19 and this is a really cool idea, no, like there's like an ethical responsibility, right? Where you come into that stuff and you're like, listen, I could take the money, no problem. I can make this look sick, but your life after you get this done is going to be so much fucking worse. Like we should, we shouldn't do this, you know? Then they leave a bad Google review or Yelp review and you're just like, hey, you fucking right uh you're the asshole for looking out for their best interest yeah how dare you, how dare you? but uh, uh aside from that yeah. the one thing i hate the most is people getting sleeves done and both of my sleeves are done this way but, but people getting sleeves done as separate individual tattoos right if you're going to get a sleeve if you have it in your fucking mind's eye right that you are going to live your best life with a full sleeve. Then go sit down with a tattoo artist and design the entire sleeve start to finish. Don't get dumbass little tattoos all over your arm because it's never going to look cohesive and it will never look as good as it could have. Never. No, I, dude, I, I go through, that's actually one of the main questions in the, uh, the meet and greets that I have with people actually. So, We'll go through their idea, placement, budget, blah, 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 blah. And then one of the questions I asked them is like, are you planning on getting more tattoos? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. Let's, let's discuss that. Like, what is your aesthetic? Like, do you like things that stand alone that are just their own pieces? Or do you like something that tells a story? And as soon as they say, oh, I like everything connected. I like all the stuff, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, cool. So what tertiary element can we put in this at least to try and connect stuff together? And they go, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. So when you have a sticker tattoo, you have foreground, midground, background, all kind of clumped into one space that never exists outside of that fucking plane of the design, right? But when you have multiple things moving across a 3D surface where everything has to try and connect together, even if it's stylistically different, there has to be something that can connect these things together to make them make sense. And so I'm always trying to think about like, like where where are you age wise job wise professional right and it's like 
oh, I know that I'm going to have this tattoo and I'm pretty sure I wanted to connect with this tattoo. Maybe they don't make sense like idea wise. Well, what can we connect to them that can like move through this right in the, you know, Japanese design or something. We'll take one of the five elements. Do you like air? Do you like water? Do you like fire steel? Do you like fucking chew? Do you like any of this stuff, right? And like, if we have something that can move from the background to the foreground, that can move through the image and direct the person's eye from one side to the other to, to point out the important parts versus not, is there a way that we can work this into the design? You know? And if we can't, can we try to reimagine the design to have, hopefully fit something like this, to add additional depth, right? To like increase that fucking translatability where we can... <clears throat> see something even if it's 10 years in the future hopefully connect these two things together and make them make sense because they're supposed to be together versus just like doing the old school fucking stars you know like the fucking right. little oh that bothers me so much it's just like i didn't know what to do here so i just filled it in with lines um how how about you like do you i know like I know you and I know you're thinking about that in the background. Do you ever see people coming in and thinking about that ahead of time? Like how to connect those things together, like mapping to the body, like how these elements are going to move through? Generally speaking, the first thing I'll ask people is if they plan on having a sleeve later on in the future. And if they say yes, then I say, okay, then we're absolutely going to have to design your entire sleeve. <laughs> I love that. Like, that's just it. There's no other conversation. If you plan on having a sleeve in the future, we'll design the entire sleeve. Let's just do it. Even if I die, I'm your tattooer. I get hit by a fucking bus. If we can get the line work on you, mm -hmm. you can go to any motherfucker. I'll hand you the artwork. You can go out and get it fucking finished. Right. But at least it's committed. And we know that this aspect of the tattoo design is going to age evenly that you can start filling in as you want. Right. I love that. It's fucking street racing out here. Um, if people, well, maybe we shouldn't do that one. That's just going to be too attacking. I was going to be like, if people are just pricks <laughs> and they don't want to think outside the box, like, what do you do? But um, I, th I think, like, if you, if you're confronted with a question as to how to approach a design with somebody who is insecure in what the future may hold as to the designs that they're getting now, they may get a sleeve, they may not. How do you approach the design? I'm going to pretend like I understood the question you just said. Um, uh -huh, right on. <laughs> as long as a design has the right elements that reads, you know, once again, their body layout correctly, anything yeah. can be added to it. Um, you can look at a lot of my work, and I use a lot of really intricate negative space work. Yeah. Because like one it, of the easiest ways to build on stuff, right? Like that's right. That negative spacer can always go right into another tattoo. It's just super easy. Yeah. Do you do you automatically like kind of think about that when you start with the design? Are you always thinking about like if we're thinking about positioning on the body and mapping to it, are you going to use some of those negative space elements or like flowing aspects of the design to really help complement? that image that you're coming up with to that that person's body yes um, yeah but th it just makes everything so much easier like it'll help the idea that the tattoo isn't just like a solid walled object that's stuck on somebody's arm because yeah. you know like that negative space stuff or like not even just that but like whatever decorative patchwork i guess we're making out of the background will translate out into the open skin so yeah i always call it those those trans transitory uh tertiary aspects of the design right it's not something that you want to focus on but it's more of like a subconscious aspect inside the design where you're taking someone's brain you're leading them through it like you can use them to like if you're connecting two pieces together like i want you to go from here to here a to b right or maybe inside the design, I want you to really look at this spot. So I'll literally like fucking point some type of thing that I, I don't give a shit if you look at, but at the thing I want you to look at, which may lead you through something else. It's just drawing one-on-one, right? We have to be yeah. able to transition the eye from one point to the next. Mm -hmm. um, but when, okay, so this goes all the way back to the beginning of this. 
So when yeah. we're capitalizing on flow and design elements and composition, the easiest way to get this across is by using their natural anatomy and body position, yep. right? So once again, body mapping works out the best if you understand composition. And these are the reasons why. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm always trying to find that out too. Because like, I, I always think the forearm is probably the most defined aspect of the individual right? Like I have some people, you know, when they straighten out their arm, it kind of crooks to the right, you know, or some people can really rotate their arm in more than out. Some people maybe don't have as much motion, but those, those muscles that are there really give you a good idea about the individual. If they're long and sinewy, there's not a lot of fat on them. On average, the person that you're going to see as well is going to have a relative level of definition throughout their body, right? Maybe they're like bigger, their skin's softer, a little bit fluffier. You know what I mean? They don't have a lot of rotation and stuff. You won't actually see a lot of mobility throughout the body. So you can start making like plans based on that person individually. So how you'd approach each one of these other things and like picking that, that element, that thing that you can work through the design based on that individual. Like you wouldn't want to put something that's like really strong and skewed and fucking forceful and like wrapping really, you know, aggressively on somebody who doesn't have a lot of movement in their body. You know what I mean? You're going to want something that's a little bit softer and more gentle as looking at the individual. If it's somebody's real, and I know, you know, like that rake thin, like go fuck yourself constitution where they never put on fucking weight. They'll eat 16 cheeseburgers. And they're like, I don't know. I didn't even poop yesterday. And you like you, their hand and arm turns so fucking much, right? They got so much movement in there. You can use more dramatic aspects inside the design to try and lead through other things, especially because when you're standing five feet away from it, you're only going to be getting a two inch block at the section trying to pick up stuff. You know, I always hated that. <laughs> I, I always found that idea of body mapping really interesting because I I don't want to I of course I don't want to speak for you but I I didn't learn body mapping in my apprenticeship or even my second apprenticeship or my third it wasn't until my fourth apprenticeship when I started I did an apprenticeship for large-scale design with this old dude <clears throat> and he really pushed that idea about it being a 3d space that you're trying to work within that I had to start thinking about that because I was always thinking about like, how is this going to look good on paper? How is this going to look good at this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you, when you create a stencil, you're always trying to like fit it in the best spot possible rather than trying to design the piece for the person's body. Um, it was really frustrating at times, at least for me, I think like when I, when I started with that, like making that transition to think about topography and how it can play a role in the design. That tricep line on some people is just absolutely murderous, you know, <laughs> like that's the spot that's like the furthest out on their body. You know what I mean? Or if you go to a back and like the edge of their trapezius and like the back of their fucking like top of their back or like their lats coming on the side are so far forward and you see their spine is sunk back like two to three inches. Right. You know, but I have a design where like the, where the spine is, it's supposed to be the most forward. Like you're not thinking about the person individually, right? Like you're just thinking about how the design is going to work on that 2D space. And it's like really fucking difficult trying to think about how to impart an approach to somebody who doesn't maybe have a lot of experience um, in tattooing and has zero experience in, you know, physiology about how to approach that, that design to well, take mean, those things into account. Okay, so it's really not fucking rocket science for right? <laughs> yeah yeah uh, if the body creates depth for you then you utilize that depth right yeah okay so if the body creates a pocket of depth that's where your outmost point of depth should be if your body yeah. creates a giant hill then obviously that's just going to be like your closest <laughs> foreground object like this is yeah. just shit that only makes sense, and if you do it in reverse, it won't make any goddamn sense. Mm -hmm. You're constantly fighting against the individual's physiology to make it work, which doesn't it, it never will, especially at time. If you add time into the equation, right. fifteen fucking years. Oh my god, that's a bad tattoo. Like it's just it's not going to fucking work, right? That's 
That's great. So maybe, maybe instead of trying to complicate this too much is maybe just if somebody's new and they're coming into this is just like, take a step back, right? Just look at the person is not an X, Y plane. They are 3d. You know, if you were to try and scribe a, a tattoo onto a sculpture, you know, like how would this stuff make this sense? This is X, Y plane squared. Yeah. Right. To the you power. got a Z axis. <laughs> There's that diagonal running backwards. When you draw a cube, what do you do? You do two squares, right? And then you connect the edges. You don't just put a square and go, that's 3D. No, because it's not. It's 2D. You got to think about all that space in between it. Now our commercial break. We got a, we got a sponsorship, uh, sponsorship spot from Dragonhawk. Yeah, I'm totally down for that. Actually, yeah. I, I, okay, so I think it's so fucking funny that it's Dragonhawk. <laughs> I thought you would have had a good laugh out of that, right? I was thinking about hitting up some other machine builders and stuff, and I was like, no, we got to go, like, let's just go, let's lean into this, right? Like, No, I, I have no shame in that, uh, dude. I tell every fucking tattooer, every single person I know, I was like, fuck yeah, Dragon Hawk, dude. <laughs> Spend $100 on a fucking machine, it lasts a year, you throw it away and buy a new one, fuck it. This is shit, dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. How do you think that, like, yeah, skin does skin complexion actually like affect composition for people? No, skin complexion no. doesn't affect composition, right? Um, there could be peculiar trouble areas for especially dark skin complexions um, where, like, the the nape of the neck might get really dark, right? Yeah. So that could be a trouble area. Yeah. Right. Outside forearm, maybe like top of shins, things like this. This is going to be a little bit different than the other spots. Yeah. Right. But generally speaking, it won't affect actual composition. And their human body is exactly the same as anybody else's fucking human body. So it's yeah. ridiculous and completely redundant to go along with the idea that you have to specifically change something to a new magic formula just because somebody has a high melanin content. Yeah. Yeah. I and this is something I think I've actually been um, talking about for a number of years because I, I, I was lucky enough to have, and I still do have a, a large uh, percentage of my, my client base is like BIPOC individuals, right? And what it usually comes down to is like the darker your skin is, we're going to have to do something with the actual tattoo to make it visible at a distance if that's what you want by like making it bigger, using thicker line weight, maybe like trying to focus on that contrast, right? Which is the composition aspect that you're right. talking about. You're focusing on fucking contrast, people. If you have good contrast, regardless of the skin tone, it's going to be a good tattoo. How can you get better contrast based on that skin tone, right? Um, as much titanium dioxide as possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I, I had a person write into the website, I, I think it was six or seven months ago. I, I don't know exactly. And they're like, you know, I don't know how to tattoo, you know, African American skin. And I was like, go buy toned paper. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, buy tone paper. If you can make the design that you have set on a tone paper that matches roughly what their skin tone is, and it is legible, you can do the fucking tattoo. Super simple. If it doesn't look strong and you can't see it, you're not doing a good job. Right. If people were to just like pull their head out of their ass for a second and realize that skin complexion is specifically just a particular tone of color, right yeah. then we can start to understand that on a sliding scale from dark to light that skin tone is just going to match somewhere on a scale right so we can start to look at the idea of contrast chroma saturation highlights um, all of these things and understand how to just build on a three-dimensional format compared to their skin tone so if somebody's yeah. really dark Okay, so they're obviously already at the darker edge. So we can focus on really strong black and really powerful highlights and high saturation, right? Yep. Obviously, if somebody's white as fucking snow, 
we can just <laughs> do anything beneath that point yeah. right yeah. so you're just, you're just looking at where you have to operate along a spectrum yeah that that sliding scale like when you do a, a graphite drawing and you have a bunch of pencils you have a 2h 2b 3b 5b 8b and you'll put some marks down next to wherever you're going to go so you can understand those tones before you get into it it's kind of the same thing. You're creating a gradient so you know where to apply those tones when you're actually doing the fucking artwork, right? And if you're right. removing some of those high-end ones, what you're trying to find is that base layer is the neutral. This is not going to be highlights, but that's going to be that mid-tone, and that's their skin. Right. That's where you start with, right? You can work down from there. You can make it darker, of course, right? But making it lighter is going to be limited based on that fucking approach. That's, that's really fun. <laughs> I always love that. You put a somebody has really really dark skin you put like a, a tight three on them it, it's not going to show up just because their body is not able to allow enough light to come through the skin to reflect right. off the pigment or refract off of it and pass back through that melanized layer so you can actually see it the the bonus to this stuff is that tattoos that are done in skin tones that are medium tone to darker tend to last longer which is fucking great because they don't have all that uv radiation fucking up their skin and giving them cancer and shit so when you do something and if it looks fucking good in their skin 25 years down the road it's still going to look fucking good i love working with fucking tone skin white yeah, people's skin is, is fun but pfft, 10 years down the road you're like oops <laughs> i did this uh black and gray skull on this uh dude's hand and it was really dark toned um and i used basically just really light opaque grays on his hand oh nice with obviously really strong black for all my shadow um but it was fucking fantastic right and he came back into the shop like two months later and you heard the whole shop go damn because it was <laughs> so good it was just yeah like, it's fucking rad. Yeah. I honestly I think that if you have like mid-tone to dark tone complexion or like dark tone skin, if you nail a tattoo with that, it is so much more fucking dramatic than nailing something on like that fucking I have no melanin. And if I look at a, 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 a fucking incandescent bulb, I burn. I have right. pink and purple and all these pests. Now, if you nail something in like that fucking in that dark skin tone and it looks good it's a fucking game changer you know what i mean when those people walk out i mean past the fact that they're always i i love the people who've got like like they're fucking african-american they got black skin right they come in and they bring you in a reference i want this and it's on some really white skin like real white and you're like bro like have you tried to see anything that maybe can happen with a skin tone like yours you know or misses or whatever you know you're like have you tried that and they're like i can't find anything you go and like lead into those people who maybe specialize in you know uh darker skin tone dark complexion tattoos and when you see good stuff it's like good you know i love that i love to use those fucking opaque grays like that's like that trick right instead of just using like black gray uh black dispersed black shadings and stuff like the fucking create a color tattoo do a chromatic tattoo. You have something that has some fucking meat to it. Who's uh, Corey Flatmo? Do you know Corey Flatmo? I don't think so. Ooh. There's too many Corys in tattooing. I've been tattooing for fucking years. And his shit is fit. And I, I, I fucking, I've always loved his stuff. Because he tattoos like he's tattooing any, like it's, it's the most fundamental fucking approach to tattoos with everything. Super simple, right? Black or white shit fucking works bold colors good contrast smooth gray shading simple 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 i don't have ever seen his stuff it's k-o-r-e flatmo you can find him on instagram dude his stuff is just he's he's one of my favorite tattooers um he's been tattooing like fucking 35 years maybe 40 stuff is just straight easy simple you know well, I mean, like, yeah. so that's that's just cut and dry tattooing. That's exactly how tattooing should just be done. It's always going to look good. Fundamentals. This is right. the basic fucking, yeah. There's And it's not, the funny thing is you can look at all this stuff and you, you can think like, wow, that's a really good tattoo. 
but there's nothing special. There's no trickery. There's no crazy lighting. There's no nothing. It's just, it's like concept foundation application is just good. Like it's foundational aspects being applied and is not venturing outside of any of that shit. Understand light source, space, direction, application, body mapping to the individual spot, and then just fucking three tone that shit. Dark, mid, light. <laughs> but essentially, like yeah. we were talking before, and that's what I was saying, like you have to know how to actually simplify if you want to do good tattooing. You know, if you start to overcomplicate shit, you're a fucking dead horse. Um, it's just all gonna look like mud, you know. If you simplify while you're tattooing, your shit just stands out like crazy, and it always looks good. Yeah. You know, it'll look good from across the fucking street. I've always loved about your stuff. You you remind me of this dude, like your approach and stuff, and how you seen this stuff. Like Corey, Corey was always my one of my favorite tattooers the whole time I've been in tattooing. I always seen this stuff. I'm like, man, it's just like, it's not great. It's not amazing. It's a fucking, it's just a really good tattoo. And you can see it, you know, like 20 years down the road, it's still going to be a good tattoo. And uh, I think after our talk today, I started to like think about that. That's why I wanted to bring this up too, is like that, that, that removal, that simplification, right? Like trying to think of things in the most basic sense. You don't have to have 15 shades of gray Right. overlaid on top of each other to create a concave or convex surface surface right you can just you can do two you have dark and light and skin if you know how to do that too like world's your fucking oyster right yeah people wish i would learn this shit earlier <laughs> people always over abuse the idea of highlights and tattoos and i fucking hate it oh yeah right so like yeah stop trying to get like the lightest tone in the world just let skin tone be skin tone you know like your skin tone could just be your highlight and it'll look fucking good right uh, yeah yeah like overusing lights and bullshit etc to me they just ruin tattoos it doesn't make any sense. One, it doesn't hold. Two, it's more likely to fucking scar. And three, as it fades out, as it ages, it's not going to fucking be as strong. Like, this is super simple. Two-tone, right? Gray, black, skin. Right. Simple.